Hello and good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day you're listening to this. Welcome to, uh, what is this, episode 14, 15? I think it's episode 15. Episode 15 of the AG podcast. Uh, I am your host today, the Ash Cohen and Nine, and uh, with me on the podcast today, I have the usual Jaminator. How are you, pal? I'm suffering, mate. I've got a cold, but I am, you know, I'm still here. I'm, I'm alive, uh, which is, uh, yeah, more to be said than Joby. Bless him. We'll get him back on soon. We will. Yeah. But no, I'm <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, we'll get him back on soon. Um, <laughs> and also on the podcast today, we have got the bookie, Riverman. Evening, Ash. Evening, Jam. Evening, AG. How are we all? Good, good, good. Good to have you back on board. Um, yeah, good to be back. <laughs> good. Right. Just to uh, just to have, give quick give you a quick overview of what you can expect to hear on the podcast today. Obviously, <clears> as usual, we're going to run through the leagues, um, you know, and uh, some of the results that have gone recently. Um, we'll then talk a little bit about the League Cup. Um, I'm not going to mention too much on that. Uh, obviously, that was played on Friday last week, uh, and then we'll have a little look at the CC uh, before moving on to the uh, transfers and BFAs. We've got a lot to talk about in that. Um, especially, uh, you know, a certain couple of rage sales that have gone on in the last few weeks. Um, and then we're going to do a sort of getting to know um, our panel, but in terms of the Fantasy League. So we've got a couple of questions I'm going to throw over to our uh, our two other podcast hosts for today. Um, and then we've got some listener questions to uh, go through as well at the end. So without further ado, let's get started. And we'll start, obviously, as always, with the Premiership. Um, and it, it's looking very close at the top of that. I will just run down quickly um, the top four because that's what I think is the most interesting part of it at the moment. Um, is So Berger is top on 26 points. Jaxi is <coughs> second on 25 points. Paul is third on 25 points. And Aaron is fourth on 22 points. Now, they have all played the same amount of games there. Um We'll just start really quickly on that before I run down the rest of the league. That's really tight at the top, isn't it? I'll start with you, Jam. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's if, you, if you're trying to break it down, obviously you look at it and I think Aaron, obviously, Aaron doesn't really tend to draw. You know, the other guys have, have drawn two or more. He's only drawn the one. But then he has lost the most as well. He's lost four, whereas the other guys, have, the max is two. Um, but yeah, I mean, all four have won seven with Berger winning eight. Um, Berger's goal difference 18, Jax's is 25, you know, so you would look at that and say, well, you know, I think, I, I don't know if they have to play each other still, you know, I'm not quite sure on that one. Um, but uh, that could be the the decider, really, when you look at it, because Jax's goal difference is considerably better than the other guys. I mean, Jaxy was, uh, he was the one, you know, we'll come on to it later on, that sparked my uh, rage sale. I think I, I drew with him 2 2, and then he beat me, I don't know, sort of 5 4 1, whatever it was. Um, but now I don't feel quite so bad about it looking at that because I think he's tonking people left, right and centre, which is uh, which is good for me. Um, and obviously Aaron beat yourself recently as well, which is was no mean feat. And Leon, I mean, sorry, Paul um, in third. So, you know, it's... <coughs> uh, no, no, to be fair, I, I do have to say, obviously, that was me being a little bitch about that. It is definitely Paul. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, it's interesting. It's interesting. And it's good because, obviously, the last few seasons we've had subs, we've had Berger. You know, they've, they've been sort of um, up at the top and no one can really touch them. So it's nice to see that it's uh, it could go either way, really. And and do you know what you say about the top four, just quickly before I pass over to River, you look at sixth and Belonga. Belonga's got four games to play. And if he somehow wins, and two of those are against Paul Lowe's, if he wins all four, um, then he'll be he'll be top. He'll be above Berger. So you could argue it goes all the way down to sixth as well. So it's it's interesting. I mean, what do you think, uh, River? Yeah, um, I think it's good for the leagues, to be perfectly honest. I say, obviously, I've never been in the Prem and probably won't ever be in the Prem. But it's good when you get such a tight division because the first season I played, I think subs was running away with it. Um, it's, it is so tight. Just one set of good games, one set of bad games, and it can make an entire difference to someone's season. I mean, I think I had it relatively tight at the start of the season with the odds in the Prem. Uh, I don't think I had Jaxi quite up there. I played him in a few friendlies before he joined the leagues and thought, yeah, he's a good player, but didn't think he was going to challenge like he has done. Um, 
your point, read Belonga, was also something I saw. <clears throat> Belonga, games in hand. Little surprise pulls up there, but um, that is going to be tight and go right to the wire. And I really don't, I really wouldn't know which way to go with that. No, I think just quickly as well, I mean, you look at it and you look at Bonzi all the way down there at the bottom. That's just a testament to how tight the league is because Bonzi beat Berger. You know, Bonzi's only won two games all season. One of them is against the, the guy who's top. So, you know, it just kind of says it all, really, that, again, like you say, it is, it is anyone's um, in that top four. Obviously, well, and including Belonga. Obviously, Ash, I'll hand back to you, but, I mean, the rest of the league, it's kind of another story. I mean, the rest of it is sort of all up for grabs for the bottom half, too, I think. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Obviously, um, you know, I, I played Aaron on um, on Monday night, got a little bit of a tanking. I suppose that was my punishment for uh, for winning the Cup on Friday. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's so tight at the top of that division, and it's so good to see because, you know, the last two seasons, well, let's say... Last season, Berger ran away with it. Um, the seasons before, Subs ran away with it. So to see it quite congested at the top of that league is really, really good. Um, and I think it's going to go right down to the wire uh, on the title front. Um, I will just run quickly down the rest of the league. Uh, so I'm in fifth at the moment, followed by Belonga. And then it goes Joe, yourself, Jam, Welser, Bonzi and Rye Jones. Um, I mean, just looking at those, uh, um, that half of the table... I would probably say Rye Jones is probably a little bit doomed. I don't know what you would say, Jam. Um, I, I I think it'll probably uh, it'll go down this season. Yeah, it's a shame because obviously you know he's coming into it and it, we've seen it with um, with Tans obviously in the championship. Obviously, of course, Tans isn't a championship player. We all know that. We we've talked about that to death. But um, Rye Jones, obviously, you know when I've played him, he is a good player, a nice guy as well. But unfortunately, he's bore the brunt of having someone who wasn't active, you know, who didn't participate in BFAs or franchise auctions. Therefore, you know, when I'm paying him out every league game, he's getting two million. Mm. When you compare that with someone like myself or yourself, who's getting five, you know, high fours, five, you know, somewhere around there. Um, And he's, you know, he's having to scrimp and scrape to try and bring in players. So I think genuinely he has a touch of, you know, if it was real life, the Huddersfields, do you know what I mean about him, where he hasn't got that, potential to bring in a star player Mm. because if he was going to do that he'd have to sell all of his other sort of better than average players which then he'd really be doomed so yeah it's it's not easy for rye jones um but yeah i think the interesting one not to overheart my own game is me and welzer because um we uh, we've actually got games outstanding we meant to play them last night I, i had to reschedule but um you know if whoever wins that if Welser wins it, he pulls himself away from the, the the bottom two and kind of, again, I think seals Bonzi and Rye Jones's fate. Um, if I win it, again, Bonzi and Rye Jones have got a chance to um, to, to claw back some some uh, some chance and get, maybe get into the relegation playoff. It, it, is, it is very, very tight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, River, obviously looking uh, looking up from the, uh, from the, uh, the championship, um, who would you expect to go down? Um, well, from that at, league. at the start, start of the season, I had Wellser as my rank outsider, so I thought he was going to go down. I mean, that's not taking anything away from Wellser. He beat me in the playoffs last year. He's a better player than I am. I just thought he would struggle at that level. Um, I played both Roy Jones and Bonzi um, in... Uh, it, was, it was either a reserve league or just a league that was running prior to the start of the season, and they're both probably better than I am. But I felt like I was in the games against them. I felt like I could get something against them, which indicates they're probably going to struggle in the Premier Division because I wouldn't get anywhere in the Premier Division. Um, so I can see those two. Uh, Wells appears to have done a lot better than I expected. I can see Rye Jones and Bonzi being the two who struggled. And as you said with Rye Jones. His squad, his payments mean it's a bit of a building job, which is half of the leagues, but it might take him two, three seasons to get everything sorted. So in a way, relegation might not be a bad thing. Come away, build again in a league where he's going to win more games than he loses and build up the side to how he wants it. So I I could see it easily being those who are in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think by the time we come around to do the next podcast, I think we may um, 
we'll have a bit more of a clear indication of who's going to go down and who's uh, who's going to make the uh, who's going to stay in the league. Um, but yeah, I, I think Ryan Jones is is probably doomed, um, and Bonzi probably too. And then Wells, uh, we wait and see. I think obviously it depends how he does um, in his next next two games. I think. Um, moving on, we'll move on to the championship now. Um, and again, I'll just run down it um, from top to bottom. So Malian is currently top of the league. Uh, he's on 32 points. Uh, second is Tans. And it's just worth mentioning there that there's a nine-point gap between uh, Malian and Tans. I know that Mark, uh, Malian has played two games more. Um, and then after Tans, it's followed by Buncey, Payne Wales, Harry, Bertie, Packfish, uh, yourself, River, Jeff, Anthony, Storm and Goldenbeard. Um, obviously we'll start with you River being the occupant in that league um, it, are you surprised to see the uh, the top two as they are Malian and Tans? Absolutely not um, they are the two who are class above um, I think I was discussing this in the shout box the other day, those two are a class above, they're going to be the top two no question of a doubt where anyone finishes between 3 and 11 God only knows, if I sneaked into the playoffs for example there's nobody there that I fear. There are players who are better than me, but there's nobody I can't take anything off. I could beat anybody in that. Likewise, I could end up getting relegated, lose the rest of my games and get relegated. Three to 11, anybody can beat anybody. The top two. We know, we know Tans is a Premier Division player, and we know Malian's a good player as well, um, certainly with his finesse shots. But um, those two are an absolute class above. Three to 11, there's not much in it. So who wins, uh, just quickly, who wins the league for you? Malian or Tans come the end of the season? Malian. Mm. He's, got the point, he's got the points on the board. <clears throat> um, oh, do you know, it's it's difficult. I think, yeah, I think just. I think that gap will 100% close and I can see it actually going down to the end of the, like, the last fixture of the season. Um, I, you know, I think... <sighs> The one thing, and I'm not, you know, me and me and Mark get on get on quite well. Um, the one thing that will probably see him through as champion will be the fact that the game they should have played together was obviously yeah, Malian and, and Doctor Death. Um, which, which you know, again, obviously, I know there was quite a, a, bit, a bit of controversy around that at the time. Um, ultimately, the, the fixture did stand and should have stood, so that's that's fine. I think the right thing did happen, um, and and Tans won't forgive me for saying, you know, but he doesn't need any sort of leg up in that division. He he's not a championship player, um, you know. He he ultimately is a prem player in in the wrong division, um, very much like yourself last season, Ash, you know, and and he's doing the similar sort of thing. Um, the one thing I do disagree with, with what you've said, River, um, is where you say from three to 11, it's it's anyone's game. Um, for me, that's that's not the case at all. I think that you look at it and I think Bertie, that's kind of a false position. Um, I, I hate playing Bertie. I probably yeah. spoil, spoiler alert for people that are probably due to play me. If you pass and you slow the game down and oh, it just frustrates me so much. And Bertie it is death by passing. You know, he plays such a, a slow period of t- um, of play sometimes that you just can't get the ball off him. And the stats kind of prove that he's scored quite, a, no, not scored a decent amount of goals and he's conceded the least. Um, so, you know, I think he, he's quite a conservative player, but again, it's effective. I think for me, the, the relegation fodder, um, 100% Jeff Anthony, I think he's he will go down. Um and I think Storm as well. Storm, Golden Beard is a difficult one. Obviously, you know him a lot better than me, River. Um, but I think if it's two that go down, I'd, I'd be going on Jeff and Storm, personally. Yeah, I, I would probably go with that, Jam. Um, I, I'd probably agree with that. Um, my point regarding 3 to 11 is really, I think anybody can beat anybody for 3 to 11, um, including Jeff, Storm, etc. Yeah, think. no, I would agree with that. Um, Bertie, you're probably right, is one of the other better players in that division but there's two fixtures that Ernest Joe's done them recently aren't in there I played Bertie the two league games first game I played really well beating 4-0 wow. now Bertie Bertie probably wins more games against me than I win against him but I wouldn't fear playing Bertie if I've got him in the playoffs I, I would lose to Tans or Malian Bertie won the second game 1-0 in a very tight game um, What I, I think the point I was trying to make was if whoever finishes in that 
three to six position in the playoffs are all perfectly capable of beating each other. So anybody could end up getting promoted there. Um, as regards the relegated two, if I had to pick two, I would probably go with those two as the bottom two. Um, as you say, I think Golden Beard's position is completely false. People who don't really know him are going to look at his record and go, that's crap. He is a boring, horrible, defensive arse to play against. Um, he's just I played him in a few friendlies the other night. He's just not fun to play against. I've got him soon in the league. And if I take more, if I take three points, I'll be happy with him because he is horrible to play against. And he's a bit like we were saying with Y Jones. He inherited Sofa's team, which was a pile of shit, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's slowly building it up to how he wants it, how he likes to play. And he's not as good as he used to be, but he is certainly, certainly better than bottom of the championship. And I think he could put a little run together. Unless, of course, he wants to tank it, get relegated and have a shot at winning League One next year. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you say that because, again, looking, just reverting back to the Prem real quick, obviously, I know Ash, you got relegated before, but it's something I was thinking about that, you know, you obviously nobody wants to lose, no one wants to get relegated, but if I did get relegated, I wouldn't actually be that bothered because, you know, your match payments don't get decreased or anything like that. You're just playing against slightly, you know, and no disrespect, easier players, you know, rather than playing Berger and, you know, Subs, Aaron, Ash, whoever, you're playing against, and again, no, no disrespect, River, but you're playing against River, Storm, Packfish and Harry, you know, which you're more likely to be as a as a lower standard prem player like myself. So I think there's something yeah. to be said for you know for when you don't actually get rewarded. You know, we don't rightly so we don't reward people who do well. You know, we don't have a, a sort of you know a monetary scudo gain if you become top of the prem, apart from your, your finishing position, obviously. Um, I think it's uh, I think there's nothing nothing bad about dropping down and having a slightly easier season. Yeah, I can. I can. T- so, I mean, as you say, I don't think anyone's going to lose on purpose for that respect. But like I said with myself, I could easily finish in the playoff positions and somehow sneak myself up because I could beat everybody. I don't think I would, but I could. And mm. if I got into the Premier Division, I'd get battered every week. I'd do well to pick up points. I'd just get smashed. On the other hand, I can easily finish in the relegation places, certainly the relegation playoff places, lose a game, go down. If I went down to League One, again, I'm not saying I'd just run away with it. I certainly wouldn't. But I'd fancy myself of a decent chance of certainly, certainly being in the playoffs and pushing for promotion. So whilst you don't want to lose games and go down, if you do, as you say, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um but, yeah, I mean, as you've just said, I mean, Malian, I think Malian will go up as champion. Um, you know, I think he'll go down to the final wire. But, I mean, he's got a 20-plus goal difference on Tans, who's in second. Um, you know, and I, I don't think Tans, you know, as good a player as he is, I don't think he's going to make that up. Um, and I, as that, likewise, I don't think Malian's going to drop, um, you know, because Malian's only going to add to that add to that goal difference. Um so I think he uh, maybe will go up as champions. Tans will go up in second. Um, yeah, I mean, I couldn't call who could go up in the playoffs. Obviously, you know, as I've already mentioned earlier, next time we do it, it will uh, we'll know who's uh, who's most likely going to be in the playoff spots. And then I could probably give you a proper uh, a proper um, guess at who will go up. But yeah, I mean, from third to sixth, just looking at that now, you know, anyone can beat anyone. Um, and yeah, I mean, Golden Beards could go down. Uh, he's a good player. I mean, I played him in the CC. Um, really tight game. Um, you know, really um, an interesting player, um, to say the least. So, yeah, it is a false Just position. Just call it boring and defensive like I did. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I won that one. But uh, he, he is an interesting player. He's an interesting player. Um but yeah, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting finish, especially from that in those playoff spots and who goes down from that division. Um, right, we'll move on to League One. Um, obviously, it is a bit of a uh, it is a bit of a look down uh, from from our perspectives. But I'll just run down quickly uh, from uh, the division. So Danger Mouse is currently top. Uh, Red Rhino, um, well, given uh, how many times uh, a certain podcast member slaughtered him. Uh, a couple of seasons ago, uh, to see him second in the league, uh, near in promotion, 
is an interesting feat. Um, we'll come back to that in a minute. Uh, this Rhino's followed by Joby, Burnsy Boy, Wince, Tunners, Soggy Cabbages, Diodex, Big V, Emotional Worm, and Wizzy Fox. Um, well, Jam, we'll start with you because I know you've uh, you've you've been known <coughs> to slate Rhino in the podcast in the previous ones. Um, second in the league. Yeah, I mean, I had it all planned out actually for last week. Um, obviously, we had to cancel the uh, the podcast last week due to technical difficulties. But uh, I had it all written down what I was going to say, and subsequently, I can't find a bit of paper, so I'm going to have to go off the cuff. Um, but uh, but no, I think to be fair, you know, well done to him. First of all, obviously, at that point, he was top as well. Um, and but since then, he's lost uh, his last two league games, both to Burnsy Boy. Um, you know who himself is uh, is is looking at promotion by the by the looks of that his form's very very good, um, but again for me I, I'm not discrediting the the achievement because you know look, he scored 21 goals Marcus Rashford 11 goals with uh, Rain Rooney, he's um, he's one of them that, again if you look at it he's not drawn a game he either wins or loses and he's won quite a few, um, you know so so well done to him. The one thing that I would say sort of goes in, in favour is League One is by far the the division where you could say, well, actually, there are some pretty poor players in this division. You know, I think when you look at it, you know, sort of unobjectively, I guess, you know, if, say, for example, Big B, um, Nguyen, Burnsy Boy, Joby, Danger, Rhino, if they go into the, the championship, They'll do all right. They're not. They're not dead certs to get relegated. If you put no offence again to anybody intended, but if you put Soggy or Emotional Worm or Whiz Fox in the championship, I mean, it would be. It would just be a massacre. I don't. I don't think they would win a game. You know, and that's that's just my personal opinion. Um, obviously, I've not played them a great deal. Um, but I think you know because of that, it's it means that the, the better players in the championship, such as Mouse, Rhino, Joby, Burnsy, Wintz, etc., um, they have a better chance of um, of getting you know really good goal differences and and winning more games. Whereas when you look at like we said the championship and the prem, on anybody's day, anybody could beat anybody. You know, again, Bonzi beat Berger, who was bottom and, and top of the division. So that just doesn't happen in this. You know, you, you don't see Wiz Fox beating Mouse. Let's put it that way. Um, so yeah, I think well done. You know, getting back to the original question, well done to Rhino. He's done really, really well. Um, I do kind of think I can't remember if it was actually River himself who said it, but I do kind of think we've got a bit of a uh, Kevin Keegan esque job going on. You know, with uh, with um, like uh, Newcastle back in the day. I think that is he going to bottle it? You know, is he going to uh, second half of the season? He's lost two. Is he going to keep losing and and end up in the staying in um, in League One? I mean, who knows? We'll have to see. But for me, I still think I think it's between Wince, Joby, Rhino, and Mouse, which is what I think we said last time round. Um, I don't know about yourself, River. What what do you think? Um, on Rhino specifically, um, I think he suffers from the same disease that quite a few of us suffer from, me included. He changes around a team when he's got it bloody perfect. That team yeah, he had when he had Rashford up front with Rooney just behind and Guedes and Nabry on either side. I mean, he prompted my rage sale, which I know we're going to come on to in a bit. He was absolutely unplayable for a week or two when he had that side. He was really good. Best he's ever been when I played him. And of course, I do the same. Got bored, swapped some players around, mostly with pain. Um, And all of a sudden, he's not, the same um so i can see him chucking that away um i've said i think the three i said at the start of the season and i still say now i think the three best players in that division are wince joby and mouse um rhino has certainly certainly improved there is absolutely no doubt about that um the surprise for me is burnsy um given last season to see burnsy up there um he, as you say he just beat rhino twice and rhino said it's two of the toughest games he's had all f- this version of FIFA wasn't expecting that of Burnsy. Mm. So, um, I, I can't remember the last time I played Burnsy, to be honest, it was, a, I don't think I've even played in this FIFA. So it's, it's hard to say from that respect, but, um, I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, I think, I still think it's going to be two of mouse 
Joby and Wince, who go up automatically, um, uh, leaving the other one and Rhino probably to fight out the playoffs. Well, you say that. I mean, how can how can Wince? You know, Wince is a good player for that division, but how can Wince make up a eleven point gap? to get into the, the top two places, as well as the goal difference of, of plus seven as well. How can he, how can he make that at, up? I haven't looked at all the fixtures that are left to play, mm. but if he's got a couple of the people who um, maybe you would expect to improve your goal difference against, like the point you were saying, it's a couple of, no, no offence to them, but a couple of the people at the bottom of the table, like Wiz Fox and Worm, if he's got those to play, you could quite easily say, He's got 12 points and plus 16 on his goal difference there. Top two play each other. Someone has to drop points. Maybe it would be a step too far to go up automatically. But um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule him out from that position at this stage with those games. Depending on, obviously, who the fixtures are. If he's got the top lot to play, you can potentially rule him out. I must admit, I haven't looked at who's got to play who. Well, I mean, he's already played Mouse and lost both games. And I think he lost both games to Rhino as well. So... So the chance know. he's got uh, some of the lower players in the division left. So True. there's a chance it could be made up. But even if if not, I mean, I, I think those four between them, I had the three of them at the start of the season with Rhino just a bit behind. Um, I think it would come down to two of those four going up and the other two basically contesting the playoffs. <coughs> I think that's the four better players in that division. I think... One of the things we're guilty of on the podcast as well, which, you know, we don't get a massive amount of time. So obviously we have to sort of focus on the, the key points, but um, we don't tend to focus on the sort of middle of any of the divisions. You know, we tend to do the top and the bottom and a lot of managers and they don't get mentioned. A um, couple of people I want to mention quickly, Tunners, um, you know, this fever, well, this season has improved so much on last season. I remember sitting here on the last uh, podcast of last season where with Ash and, and looking at it and I think Tunners had won one game all season um and lost and you know he was he was very, very close to the bottom. So he's improved massively. Um which you could argue again comes with having a better franchise. You know, he managed to get Spurs five star franchise, earning more money, buys better players. Um and and the other one as well is Soggy Cabbages. I think two two podcasts ago, um he'd played four or five games um and not even scored a goal. Um, you know, so to be sort of just lower mid table in that division, you know, fair play to him. He's he's doing quite well. Yeah, agreed. And also the other one I want to mention is um, Big B. Surprised he's struggling as much as he is. Again, I don't know who he's played, who he's got to play, but I play him a bit in friendlies. Um, just play the King of the Hill game against him, and he's tough to play against. He should be up near the top of that division as well, in my mind. Hmm. Yeah, historically, definitely. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, um, I mean, just looking at the uh, at the top t- uh, top three, um, I think it will be Danger and Joby that go up in the top two. Um, I'll be just looking, Joby's got two games in hand on Rhino. Um, although, with that being said, Rhino does have a, a, a better goal difference. So, um, you know, it, it's whether Rhino can go on in those last six games um, and uh, take the points that he needs to to uh, secure the, that second position. Um, you know, or even push on, uh, push on for um, the champion for the uh, from the league. Um, not that I can see Danger Mouse throwing it because I think he's the best player in that division. Um, yeah, Wince. I'm surprised to see Wince where he is. I thought the top three would have been Danger Mouse, Joby, and Wince in uh, in which order I don't know. Um, so to see him in fifth, um, you know, is a credit really to the two that are above him. Um, alongside Joby and Mouse, you know, Rhino and Burnsy. Um, you know, uh, Rhino's improved dramatically, you've said it already. Um, so to see him up there is good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll just talk, I mean, I know you've mentioned about mid-table, yeah, you know, we are guilty of it, so we'll just go into a little bit um, on some of them. Bry, Bry can be a very good player. Um, you know, he, he has got a good team. Uh, he likes to use the wings and have a big, you know, big target man up front. Um, you know, so to see him, uh, to see him where he is, is a bit of a surprise. Um, bottom two, Worm Wizzy Fox. I can't say I'm too surprised, um, with that. Um, you know, um, I, I don't, I can't see Worm or Wizzy Fox getting out of the league one, um, at all. 
it's uh, especially not on this FIFA. Um, that, that sounds harsh. <laughs> that sounds a little bit harsh, but yeah, I mean, you just you look at them and then you look at the, who are the strongest people in that league, and they're, they're, there's a big difference. Um, but yeah, I, I, by the time the next one comes around, we'll know. You know, I think we'll know who the champion will be in that division, um, and we could even know who the second uh, second position will be, and then the rest of them we'll wait and see. Um, it's difficult to call it. You would link. You would think looking at the uh, at the teams in that league, you would expect either Wince or Joby to go up. Um, but you know, maybe Rhino might might pull off a pull off a playoff win and go up to the championship. I mean, I don't know. We'll wait and see. We'll see uh, how it fares out in the next few games. Um, right, moving on. Uh, we'll move on from League One, um, and we're just going to talk really quickly. Um, we've had the conclusion of one of our cups this season, so the League Cup uh, has come to a finish. Um, I played Aaron in, uh, on Friday night. Uh, really good game, really end-to-end. Watched, I think we had about 12, 13 viewers on Mixer, which was uh, really, really good um, to see. Uh, see people getting involved with it. Um, ended up 3-1 in the end to me. I managed to pull through um, and just uh, and get that win. All that boasting from Aaron beforehand. Um, you know, I wasn't playing into any of it. I just let my talking happen on the pitch. So uh, to, to walk away with the, with the League Cup is really, really good. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep it nice and short because I know Aaron doesn't like uh, a boasting. So, um, yeah, it was a good game, though, Aaron. Really end-to-end, and I enjoyed that. Um, it's a fair play. Um, just just on that, I mean, one thing I would just say, <clears throat> obviously, because then he tanked you in the League two games in a row and uh, took six points off you, would you rather have the League Cup or six points? The League Cup. Really? Yeah. Yeah, win uh, something. Yeah, because the League... Uh, I, I've, I've fallen too far away from the top of the League. Um to really, but you say uh, that if if you'd have got six points, where would that have put you? Let's have a quick look. Because if you'd have got six points, let me just find out. That would have put you, Ash Cohen. Uh, da, 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 da. That would have put you fourth, um, but only two points behind Berger. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. You know, so so I think again, it's I, I appreciate what you're saying. Definitely, that obviously the League Cup and what Rivers saying. Well, Rivers an old man. Obviously, he's come from the time where winning the FA Cup was uh, was good. But <clears throat> yeah, I win think, something. Sod coming fourth, win something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ash's Ash's franchise is Arsenal, mate. You forget this. You know, yeah, fourth so, is, so he, he, fourth he is the yeah, win a cup and finish fourth then. They've done that a few times, haven't they? So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, think it's, I think it's an interesting one. Again, it's, it could possibly be a little poll to have on the site, maybe. Um, you know, would you rather sort of come in the top two or three of the division? Um, especially when you consider it's, you know, the Prem, you know, the, the, the best players on the site. Or would you rather win the League Cup, you know, which is just a game-by-game basis? It's, a, it's an interesting one to ask, I think. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you think. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up in there. There's a there's a question for you to answer. Then in the older in the posts below, um, would you rather win a cup or would you rather finish in the top two or three of your division? Um, yeah, I reckon we get quite a mixed response on that personally. So uh, we'll uh, we'll wait and see. We'll see what happens from there. From that. Well, when you're being asked it as a championship or league one manager. Yeah. Because top top yeah. two would get you promoted. Um, so that's a slightly different question. If you're in the top division, to second or third does nothing. Winning a trophy wins your trophy. Yeah, you're right, Jam. I'm an old man. Win something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it was a good game and I enjoyed it. Right. We'll just move on quickly um, and we'll just talk uh, we'll just quickly go through uh, into the CC so obviously um, I think most of the groups are the uh, the elite group and the commoner group the next stage has near enough been completed and uh, we're just awaiting the final games to be played and things to get going so I will just run through the top two of each group so Belonger and Bry finished top of the uh, first elite group so they'll go into the next stage of the elite um, with I believe Aaron and Joe um, from group two, followed with myself and Jaxie 
from uh, from Group Three. Um, we will just talk quickly on the elite uh, the elite group because otherwise I'll go through the communist group and I'll forget who's in the uh, who's in the elite group. Um, obviously, I'll just talk to myself quickly. I, I was really surprised to get out of that um, out of that group. To be honest, I honestly thought it was going to be Jaxi and Berger. Um, Berger lost. I think it was two 0 to Goldenbeard. Um, which sort of sealed his fate in uh, not going through. I mean, that, that just goes back to the point that, you know, Golden Beard's position in the league, I, I think, is false. You know, he gave me a very good game and he took three points and uh, beat Berger, you know, cleanly. Um, yeah, you know, it, that's why I was surprised to get out of that group. Um, just obviously going through those names that I have just spoken about. Um, River, who who could you see um, topping topping the elite? It's a toss up again, isn't it? I mean, there's the majority of it is the players at the top of the prem, with okay, the exception of Berger not being in there. But there's the likes of yourself, Jaxi, Belonga, um, Aaron said in there. So really, it's it's a short mini league, isn't it? It one one game against each other. Who knows? It's just like like a, four little cup finals. That in it could be anyone. Too hard to call, in my opinion. Jam. Yeah, obviously. Again, I've kind of lost interest in it myself since I got lost. You know, since I lost out in the uh, the group stage. Um, I will just say a quick shout out to the guys in my group. The the initial one, the elite group two, I think it was. I mean. It was bloody difficult that group. I mean, I think it literally came down to goal difference for uh, someone getting out of it, and I think even then there was only two points between all of us or something crazy like that. So that that was a that was a brilliant group to be involved in, obviously, and again it piqued everybody's interest all the way down to the wire. So so well done to everyone involved in that. Um, again, I think it since the um, since last season, obviously, you know, this season we've 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 capped the price of um, the CC games at two million, um, which for me was a, a great idea personally. I think, you know, we say about not rewarding the better players on the site. I think obviously League Cup, it's literally one game, one game, one game. You know, it's straight knockout. Whereas when you consider the CC, obviously. You had a minimum of what four payments in the group stage, which for me would have been twenty million, and then say I get to the final, you know, um, going all the way through, I could have got about fifty, sixty million, you know, just from doing the CC, let alone the league and the league cup. So, I think you know from that angle, I think that's an improvement that's definitely sorry, a change that's definitely uh, seen improvement. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree, and I think the cap at two million, um, it's been really, really good. It's a really good idea. Um, you know, keeps keeps it all in line, you know, and I think keeps it for the majority um, of uh, of it quite close in terms of uh, in terms of Scudo, um, where you know last season people with the better franchises and you know who were going the furthest as well were getting the most payments. Um, so yeah, no, it, as as Ruben said, I mean, just go quickly onto that elite group. It's too it's too tough to call. There's a lot of good players in that. Um, and over one over the course of one game, who knows? Um, so we'll wait and see. We'll see what happens with that group. Um, I'll just move on quickly to the commoners group. So just to go through it. So Packfish and Payne Wells were qualified from Group 1, followed by Buncey and Bertie. And then from the final group is <laughs> Storm and Harry. Um, River, obviously, you've just missed out uh, from qualifying from uh, from that third group. Yeah, don't uh, remind me. No. <laughs> uh, are you, um, well, you look at your division, Storm, Harry, uh, your, your division, your group, Storm, Harry, uh, Wizzy Fox and Red Rhino. I, I mean, Rhino lost every game in that group. Um, when he's flying so high in the league, are you, are you surprised that Harry and Storm who are well storm definitely who's uh, near the bottom of the league to go through uh that group yeah I, I lost to both harry and storm and beat rhino and wizzy um if you lose to storm and harry you don't deserve to go through do you um <laughs> quite serious. you said um, it not me <laughs> that, i'd i lost i'd lost about five six games in a row to rhino which is the first time i'd ever lost that many in a row to him as well when i say when he was playing really really well 
and played him in that and beat him. And that was the first time I've beaten him in ages. I was actually like four nil up on him, and I think and he came back to four three, and it ended up a really tight game. But um, I thought that again, no offence, I didn't think Wizzy would get through that group. The other four of us, it could have been any two of us, really. I think. Um, I lost two games against people in my division didn't deserve to go through. You look at that six you've just mentioned there. It's not got. Tan- it's basically the championship, the top of the championship, bar Tans and Malian, who would have been in the. Um, I would imagine would have been in the elite groups because they're better than the championship. So I, I mean, what was it? Pack Payne, Harry Storm, Buncey and Bertie. That's basically third to ninth or whatever it is in the championship. With the exception of me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jam. Just uh, obviously, uh, you know. I know. I know you've said you've lost interest, but uh, just just looking, uh, looking from the outside uh, in that commoners group, um, who, who would you see as a favourite to win that? Uh, well, like you say, <clears throat> it's completely, um, completely nothing to do with me. I don't look that far down, especially not the commoner group. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I can't say anything. I didn't even get through my group. So um, no, to be fair, I mean, like you say, there's some, there's some different, um, there's some different fixtures to be had in that one. Again, personally, oh, I don't know. It's trying to pick. It's kind of, it's random that one, isn't it? Again, the elite one, you could kind of, you could make a case for a couple of players. Whereas that one again, I think it could go down to uh, the wire. I think maybe, like you said, maybe Payne, Payne possibly because he always seems to have good players. But yeah, it'd be a difficult one for me to call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think over one game as well. I think anything's possible. Um, had it been two games, I think it might have been a little bit different. But over the one game, you know, anyone can beat anyone. Um, but yeah, by the time the next podcast comes around, we may know who's. Uh, I imagine. Well, I imagine we'll know who's won both groups. Um, so we'll wait and see. We'll see what happens. Um, right, we will just move on. I don't know how long we've been talking for, so we will uh, we will progress on. And we're just gonna we're gonna move on to transfers and BFAs. And well, I think there's only one place we can really start. Um, over the last few weeks, we've seen a couple of rage sales. Um, the most notable <laughs> one from yourself, Jam. Um, oh, I don't know about that. I started the. I started the. Uh, yeah, well, both of you. Trend. Both, both of you. <laughs> yeah. Both of you. Right. Here's, here's your platform to explain. River, we'll start with you, seeing you kicked it all off. Oh, I had quite a good side. I liked the side I had, and then I suddenly started playing shit. Um, I lost a couple of friendlies to Wiz Fox again. He deserved to beat me. No arguments. Um, I lost 5-1 to Diadex. I mean, that's worthy of a rage sale in itself. Didn't rage, well, did rage, but didn't sell. Next night, I lost 9-0 to Rhino. 9-0 to Rhino. I mean, that's just absolute nonsense. That was in a one of the events. It was, um, there was a big party, and Rhino was just banging in the goals against me. I remember Marcus taking the piss out of me for it. And... I was just like, no, this is stupid. I can't, I, I can't lose nine nil to Rhino. I've lost five one to Diadex. Sod this, they're going up for sale. So that they did. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, and unlike some people who go who say, oh, Rage Sale and don't actually sell anyone, uh, at least half the side went. I think within the next no, couple of days. Name dacks. names. Name names. <laughs> <laughs> people not being up for sale, uh, not actually selling people. Yeah. Uh, d- do you know what? It sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but I can't actually think at the moment. But people do put, put players up for sale, knowing full well they're not actually going to get sold. Um, Didn't Soggy Cabbages do something like that? Was it Soggy? I can't. I think I think the difference is I think I think the difference is just quickly on that one. I think obviously me and, and River both did say Rage Sale, as in you know we captioned it Rage Sale, whereas I think Soggy said you know sort of Soggy Sale and and said oh everybody's available and. Um, I think Payne and Tunners have possibly done the same thing, if if I'm not mistaken. You know where they've said, "Oh, you know, everybody's available. Make me offers and blah blah blah." I think the one thing I will say, and whether or not people tried it with you, River, I don't know, um, but I know they did with me, and they probably have in them situations, which is why maybe everybody hasn't gone. Um, is the people think just because you said our oh, rage sale, everybody can go? It doesn't mean they go in for fucking pittance. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to go for free. Oh, I did that because I actually said in my post when I did it, I said, everyone can go. Um, 
I said, I'm not going to say the best offer gets them because it's got to be an offer that's acceptable because some people just offer you something ludicrous. Patfish is one. He offered me something, I can't remember who it was for, but absolutely bloody stupid, like a million for a player that was probably worth 20 times that. I'm like, no, fuck off. Just because it's, um, I, I've said everyone can go. I'm not selling them unless it's actually worth me doing. Um, I think I got probably the rough end of a couple of deals. Probably gave away a bit more than I would have done had I not been rage selling, if you like, and wanting to change my team up. But there was no way I was just going to give players away. That's just stupid. Yeah, again, like I say, for me, it was the same. I mean, I think I got rid of five or six in the uh, in the sort of 24, 48 hour period, um, which, again, I would consider a wholesale change, you know, and they were all first teamers as well. Um, you know, which end up getting some sort of lesser players and, and a lot of cash, which was uh, good for, you know, the upcoming BFAs, which which suited me well. But for me, I think what what frustrates me, and I think obviously I know we're going to come on to Payne and Rhino probably straight after this, but what really, really frustrates me about the likes of, for example, Storm and Harry, um, when they say, oh, you know, oh, this person's selling to this person or this person. Oh, I think Storm said something this morning saying like, oh, there's a lot of good players in the transfer market. There's not a BFA is there. Well, I'm sorry, but like you're on a, we're not, we're on a fantasy league site for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? The whole point is to make sure that, you know, part of it is transfers. You know, part of it is, is having fun and, and changing your team up and, and not playing with the same fucking team week in, week out. Otherwise, we might as well go back to having fucking set teams, which was just crap. You know, and the site the site suffers for it. When there's over a weekend when there's no transfers happening on a Saturday or Sunday, the site is absolutely dead. You know, someone said about, you know, reducing the amount of number of BFAs or maybe increasing the um the four day fee or, you know, you know, stopping transfers happening on a more regular basis. That's just absolutely ludicrous. What's that you're just basically trying to say that you wanna you wanna kill the site, if you say that in my opinion. I agree. I said earlier, and I say I said about Rhino when he had that really good side for that little while, and then just changed it. I did exactly the same thing. I liked my side. I think my side is weaker now as a whole than it was before I had the rage sale. But I get bored if I played with the same side for two or three weeks and not done a transfer. I think this is getting a bit boring. This is getting a bit stale. Yeah. And you have to sell one of your better players to get in a better player. There's no point swapping two people around who are on your subs bench and not going to play. So it is a case of swapping. There are certain players that I may well not get rid of unless I get a really, really good deal. Because I just you just really like them. But on the whole, I can't use the same side continually. Some people can. Some people hardly ever make transfers. They've got their side. They like it. They might make the odd transfer, the odd BFA signing. For me... It's about building a side and changing your team around using different players. If I'm a bit weaker now as a result of it, I'm a bit weaker now. I'll get stronger again. That's what the game's about. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, what do you think, Ash? You know, you're, you're sort of, you're, I would probably say in the um, the middle bracket, you know, you're not, you don't hoard players all the time, but then I wouldn't say you're one of the more regular transfers. I'd say you're somewhere in the middle. What What do you think? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's down to um, it's down to uh, to you as a manager, and you know how much you like to mix your team up. I mean, Tans is a fine example of that because Tans, uh, you know, he's like the Harry Redknapp of the site. He'll have a player, you know, he'll buy a player in, and then uh, a day later or a couple of days later, he's selling him again. Um, you know, so I'd be interested to see who's done the most transfers uh, this season uh, in the in the league in the leagues. Um, I don't know if that's a stat somewhere uh, easily found on the site, um, but I mean, mm, not sure. you look at you look at someone when, like, for example, when Subs was in the league, Subs had a team, he had a base team, and he didn't change much from that. You know, I mean, it, it works both ways, I suppose, because if you've got a team that you know you've got them the way you want to play, you know they are your players, um, then you obviously you don't really want to mix it up and. You know, you make that one transfer and that could screw your entire team's momentum and balance up. Um, you know, so it, it is a difficult one. And I, I do agree in the fact that, you know, um, the more transfers you do, you know, it keeps the transfer market alive, um, you know, and it keeps things going. And, um, you know, it means that you're getting a constant feed of players going up and going through. Um, but I, I could also see those players that want to, um, you know, that want to hold um, I mean, 
who, who, who could we give an example this season? Maybe Burger Boy. Um, I'm doing. I'm just having a quick little skim now through the uh, through the transfers. Um, the you know the completed transfer list, um, and I'm not seeing an awful lot in terms of um, Burger in there. I mean, maybe he might have done swaps. You know, I mean, obviously um, he might have done a few swap deals in there. Um, but I think it's a difficult one because, you know, personally for me, um, I I would rather have a balanced team that, you know, I, I'll only bring in players that improve my team or, you know, I think are going to improve my team um, rather than someone that's that changes it up all the time. Um, but it, it, it's, it's an interesting one. And it's one there that you could probably have, you know, a big, big debate on. Um, and probably get nowhere with, um, you know, some managers like to change it week in, week out. Some will uh, happily keep their squad for the entire season. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. Definitely. I think, I think the problem as well, just to sort of, to round it off, I guess, I think part of the problem is, is where it comes to valuations. And I think that's why you see a lot of deals done between the likes of Payne and Rhino or, you know, the people that are maybe converse more because, I mean, I'll call two people out straight away. I mean, obviously, we had it last season with um, Storm and Delict, or, or Legit, as he would call him. Um, Delight. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he was sort of saying, oh, you know, 150 million, 170 million. It's just ridiculous, you know. I mean, come on, don't, don't be an idiot. Um, you know, some of the, the prices quoted. But for me, I think one of the, the worst ones for me is, uh, is Wizfox. I mean, for fucking hell! Like the amount of the amount of laughs I've had looking at some of his replies in the in threads is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I think it was I can't remember if it was Dolberg or something like that, or maybe someone else. But I'm sure he offered about two mil or three mil. Um, you know, and you just you just think, I mean, come on, what is this guy in in a cave all week and then pops out and thinks, oh, that player's maybe worth one million or five hundred k. Let's put that in there. You know, it's borderline devaluing. Um, I just, I just think it's just ridiculous. Personally, I think there's no. What's the point in being in a fantasy site if you're not going to make transfers and be active? You know, which again we come back down to, you know, the likes of Belonga. He's on 50 million Scudo. I don't know if anyone else has. I'd love to know. I, I've, you know, maybe, maybe that could be the not as necessary listener's question next time round, but maybe a listener poll. Please, you know, get in contact. Um, you know, dial, dial the number if uh, if Belonga's contacted you about a player because I don't think he has. Anybody, as far as I'm aware, um, has anyone seen Belonga <laughs> stick on the back of milk cartons? I, I think you're right with uh, terms and a way you say values, but I, I do see where you, you mentioned delight or delict or however you want to pronounce it. I'm going to call it delight just because it annoys Joe mainly. Um, who's now mine, who I got from Storm in the road sale. Packfish asked me about him the other day and said, Oh, how much do I need for him cash? And I said to him, 200 million because I don't want to sell him. Quite simply, there were two players on the site, Ash, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, who <laughs> I would enter into discussions with to trade away delight. But I would have to be getting a damn good player back. I don't want to sell him for cash. If someone asked me how much is his cash value, I'm going to give you some kind of stupid figure. Because if someone did come and say, all right, there you go, there's 200 million, I'll go, well, OK, fine, I'll have a couple of lovely BFAs then. But there, there isn't a cash price in the market that I would accept at the moment. So that's why... I'd say in some respects you give a stupid answer, but I think you're right about. For me, I for me I wouldn't turn around and say 200 million because I think again that's it. No offence, mate, but it's taking the piss. I would say no, thank you. I don't want to sell him, therefore I can't give you a valuation. It was taking the piss. No offence, take it. It it was taking the piss because, but 200 million I would sell him. Yeah. Um. That if someone comes to me and said there's 200 million, I will sell him, but I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. I'll um, I'll, I'll take 60, 70 million for him, which is a good deal. I mean, what's what's top in the league at the moment? I think it's about eighty million. Bertie, eight, yeah, Bertie's on eighty-one. If, yeah. If Bertie comes to me and says, "Here you are, here's eighty million for delight." I'm going to say, "No thanks. I'm not yeah. taking that. What am I going to do with it? I'm not going to get a defender anywhere or a player anywhere near as good." He, the top top level players, I would only want to swap for a top top level player. If it's going to be cash, it has to be absolutely stupid. No, I get that. I do understand that. But I think, again, it boils down to the fact that, again, you don't say, oh, yeah, he's worth 200 million because, again, he's not worth it, but that's what it would take to get him. 
there's a difference. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not saying he's worth 200 million, but it would cost you 200 million to buy him off me. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll just quickly, uh, obviously, you know, we will move on. And we did mention it earlier. Paynham Rhino. Um, do you want to do you want to kick us off on that, Jem? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, again, Harry Storm. I think um, some people genuinely. I think there's a genuinely a little bit of as um, a bit of needle about it. I think you know they generally do get a bit annoyed about it, and whether it's because Storm's a transfer admin and it creates more work for him. I don't know. I mean, for me, he's keeping him in a job, so you know, I think he should be looking at it gratefully. Um, but uh, I don't know. For me, I just think that when people get people have a bit of a bee in the bonnet about two trans uh, two managers transferring player between between themselves, I think there's there's no um, without trying to get all Wolves Jorge Mendes about it. You know, there's no rule against it. You know, there's no rule saying that can't happen. So you know, if me and River decided tomorrow, right, River, I want delete for two three fixtures. You know, and you can have this person, this person, this person, and some cash. And then in three fixtures time, you give it all back and I'll give you the cash. You know, there's nothing stopping that. Um, I don't think there's anything dodgy going on. Absolutely not. Personally, I really don't. I think there's something dodgy going on. I've just remembered, actually, with you and Sean, um, you and Bloody Raggett, um, <laughs> Riverman, which we'll talk about in a minute. But, um, you know, I don't think there's anything dodgy going on between Payne and Rhino or anybody like that. I think it's just two players who like to, you know, they, they talk a lot and they, they play friendlies. And again, it comes back to that, you know, we're a fantasy league, for fuck's sake. We want to try different players out. We want to experiment with different teams. I think where where it would be a bit weird and where you could say there would be a bit of mischief involved is, let's say, Payne was in League One and Payne was playing um, Danger Mouse and Joby two fixtures back to back and Rhino transferred him Rashford and then transferred him back. You know, I think you could maybe say, Oh, hold on a second. That's a bit weird, you know, but ultimately it's not, there's nothing to be nothing. There's no rule against what they're doing. And for me, I think more, more power to them. I think I, I don't mind it at all. River. Um, Yeah. I I quite like widening them up. It must be said. Um, When I see another pain Rhino deal, I do have to uh, have a comment on it. Um, it's quite fun to wind them up and see what they say. Um, look, I don't think there's anything supremely dodgy in that respect about it. I just think it's a different way of doing things. I mean, I think Joe summed it up, because I talked to Joe quite a lot, of course. Um, they say the little group there, Sophie used to be in it, do a lot of deals between each other, sort of, I'm not going to say helping each other out, but um, doing a decent deal with each other where there's other people, me, Joe, Goldenbeard, etc. we very rarely deal with each other because none of us wants the other one to get a slight bit of an advantage over the other one. Oh, he got the better of you in a deal. They don't care about that. It's two different ways of doing things. Um, it, it is a bit strange how... I mean, there, there are times I can't remember what player it was, but there was a player that Rhino put up two, three weeks ago, and there was a thread about it, and as soon as I saw it, because about 10 minutes later, Payne put a thread up for a it player. Was, it was Indeedy. Wilfred Indeedy. I, 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 I can't remember to say what it was, but they, they both, within about 10 minutes, put a thread up for a decent player. And I just looked at that and went, oh, well, those two are obviously swapping players then, aren't they? About an hour late, the deal was done. It was just like, what was the point of putting the thread up? I mean, come on, you've obviously already discussed that. You've already dealt with you, it. You've decided it's happening. You, you two are swapping, are swapping those two. It does seem sometimes like a player goes up and they'll only go uh, to certain players, which makes it quite hard for the rest of the league to get hold of. But as Jam said, there's absolutely nothing in the rules against it. I don't, there is no instance that I could mention that I'd say that is absolutely dodgy. So you can see something has been done there, like the example you gave, Jam, if somebody, Payne was playing Mouse and Joby or whatever. Um, so uh, it's fun winding them up about it. But as you say, they talk a lot. Um, so uh, the more they talk and they, they like to they like to do deals, whereas say people I maybe talk to more, we don't want the other, any, the others to get any kind of slight advantage over us. So it's very rare again the deal gets done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I personally don't have any issues with it. Um, you know, I think as much as um, as much as people moan about it, I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Um, you know, 
there's uh if you people have people they deal with it and it's just you know if people rhino might have a player pain once and vice versa you know if i if i went to um if i came to you river and said oh i want one of your players you know you kept getting the good players that are quite liked in bfas um then i'd keep coming on to you and you know we could Keep going back and you forth. You keep coming on to me, which you actually. Hey. Well, now we're. <laughs> um, you know, I'll, so. I'll put a slant on the transfer market, that. <laughs> so. I mean, uh, the thing is, though, the thing is about it, you know, again, give. I mean, what? There's there's 33 players in the leagues. Give me 15 pairs of Payne and Rhino over 33 Whiz Foxes, you know, any day of the week. Do you know what I mean? Like people I'd, and, and belongers. I'd rather have people transferring amongst themselves than not doing any deals at all. Um, and I just think, you know, at least they're just keeping players moving, you know. And ultimately, it's oh fucking hell, they're playing like three million four day fees every every other transfer, so they're taking money out of the leagues as well, which you know is is only a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I I think I I personally don't have any issues with it. Um, right. I am uh, I am conscientious of the time. Um, we have now gone over an hour, so I am gonna uh, we are gonna move on and. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go straight to. We've got some listeners' questions, and we're gonna go straight to that. Um, I think so. I'm gonna hand over to you, Jam, um, for this part of the uh, of the podcast because uh, you are the man with the questions. Yeah, give me one second because uh, I wasn't expecting you to come straight to me on it. Let me just find them. Just while I'm finding them, just quickly. I mean, that Sean Raggett deal. One minute, River. Explain it. Go on. Right. Okay. The very quick version is. Um... Just what you were saying about um, Payne and Rhino having done a lot of deals. I've done a fair few deals. I don't know Paul at all. I've never spoken to Paul. Um, but we've done a fair few deals. Um, Paul, we, we'd agreed a deal a little while back, and Paul ended up with not enough money to cover the deal. Um, we both wanted the deal to go ahead. So we said, OK, we'll put the deal through, and you owe me the money. So when he got the money, I transferred him a player for the fee that he owed me. And then he transferred him back again. That's it. It was just a way of um, him getting the money to me that he owed me from a previous deal. Mm, okay, interesting. Maybe that again. That could be one. Maybe listeners' questions or listeners to to sort of phone in next week, next next podcast. Is that kosher? Certainly a lot well, more for, dodgy for, than than what Rhino and Payne are doing. Well, might well, be my eye, mate. When, when you were talking about Rhino and Payne and saying. Oh, if one of them says I want um, a player for a few fixtures, oh, all right, and then they swap them back. Or the example you gave, you said you could come to me and we swap Delight or whoever for a few fixtures. It was simply a case of there was money owing from a deal and it was above board. It's not broken any rules. There's money owing from a deal. He bought a player off me who, who would be considered the shitter for everybody else um, to give me the money that he owed me. Um, he didn't want to keep him in his squad because he wouldn't want him, so he'd have to pay a spank fee. So he transferred him back to me. Um, that was yeah. all it was. It was just um, getting the money back to me that was owed from a deal. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. Again, there's no rules against it, so no problem. Um, th- to be fair, we've, we've covered a couple of the questions anyway. One was about the Sean Raggett transfer, um, and uh, the, the other three, I guess, they're not all necessary questions, but one's for you, Ash. Um, obviously, the biggest raffle, arguably, that we've had since Marcus Rashford. Obviously, Felipe Anderson. Um, is he as good as he looks? Um I've been very impressed with him. Um, you know, what I quite like about Anderson is he's quite versatile. So um, I, I personally play him on the wing. Um, you know, I think um, I think up as a winger, he goes up to like an 85 or an 86. Um, you know, and he, he's a quick player, good with his feet um, and can finish as well. Um, you know, I mean, to get him at 10 million, I think, what was it, 10 million? I think it was. was yeah. It? Yeah. Um, to get him at 10 million, I think, was a, an absolute steal. Um, when you, especially when you look at, say, I think it was Jaxi put in 40 million worth of uh, <laughs> worth of uh, <laughs> entries. Um, you know, he's been very, very effective for me, and uh, he, he's one of two players. Uh, you know, one of two free players in my team that are untouchable at the moment um, in terms of transfers. You know, h- hence the reason why uh, there, there is no agreement with myself and River um, for a certain certain player. It won't um, be stopping. <laughs> we we wait and see, but yeah, I mean, he's been a cracking player for me, and he's uh, he's very very effective, and uh, his versatility is something that I uh, I admire. Um, so yeah, he has been as uh, as good as he looks. 
Fair enough. Um, I mean, and, and one of the questions that came in, um, I mean, again, I think we've, we've talked about that one, so I'm going to skip that one. But the other thing, again, it's not necessarily a question, but it's just to bring people's attention to it. Um, we've now got, uh, I think it's about 21, 22 members um, on the AG Golf Tour, which, I mean, that's just phenomenal. You know, we primarily, I think everybody will admit we're a FIFA site. Um, yes, it's not absolute FIFA, it's absolute gaming, but everybody comes, you know, to, to play FIFA ultimately, which, um, you know, 33 of us in the leagues. Um, and to have 20, 22 members on the golf, I think that's just bloody phenomenal. So, you know, well done for uh, everyone involved. Joe, Bertie, Wells, a Rhino. You know, it's uh, it's been a really... Uh, Really, really big success story, actually. Um, so much so that, again, myself, I think I'm one of the newest members. Um, I had it last year, didn't really get on with it. I've bought it again this year and I'm going to give it a go. So, um, yeah, really, really well done. And for anyone who hasn't looked at it already, um, have a look at uh, Bertie's golf blog. Um, and I think he's got a video on YouTube about putting tips and putting advice as well. So check them out because it's definitely, uh, yeah. definitely useful. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that pretty much covers the, the listeners questions mate to be fair it was pretty much just Bertie that sent them in um, so that's that's pretty much it yeah um, right okay so we uh, we have now uh, I think we're now approaching about an hour and ten minutes so uh, we are going to wrap it up there um, we are always uh, on the lookout for uh, people to come on to the uh, onto the podcast so if you uh, if you are listening and you do fancy jumping on uh, coming on then do let us know you know, we are always open. We'll always get you on board. It's so easy to do. Even someone like Storm could do it, um, you know, and that says a lot, um, you know. So if you want to get involved with the podcast and be on one uh, on one week, then do uh, give us a peer, you know, do let us know and we will get you on board at some point. Um, we'll also be, especially for the next uh, podcast, getting uh, li- bringing back listeners' questions a bit more uh, prominently um and pushing them a little bit more and giving you plenty of time and notice and who's going to be on um so that you can really start pinpointing questions to certain uh, panel members um but no as always you know thank you if you are still listening and you have listened for the entire uh length of time that we have been talking shit then uh, you know fair play to you um you know uh we will say goodbye though um, so Riverman, we'll start with you. Uh, if you want to say goodbye to AG in your uh, your own special way. Yeah, not much more to add. Thanks for having me on again. Um, I think is Joby ninety nine percent done. He must be mustn't he now? Getting on towards hundred percent done. I seem to be his replacement now. So, cheers for having me again, guys. Always fun, and hope everyone enjoys. Jam. Yeah, uh, same again. And yeah, just to echo what you said about the listeners' questions as well, obviously, I think um, next time we'll bring back the uh, the fee, um, the, the prize of maybe five million for the best question. Um, you know, you don't want to have to incentivize these things, but hopefully it'll uh, generate some good questions, make them as fun, as interesting, as obscure as you want, guys. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll love to hear it. And like you said, Anybody wants to give it a go, wants to come on, anyone who maybe gets dug out, you know, Soggy or um, Wiz Fox Belonga, anybody who gets dug out and maybe wants to defend themselves, by all means, send me or Ash a PM and we'll uh, we'll sort it out. Soggy don't even have a bloody mic. What's the chance of him getting on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he's got a mobile phone. He can use uh, Skype on his phone just because he doesn't talk on the uh, on the old uh on the old Xbox, maybe he might come on and uh, for one night only, we can all listen to uh, Soggy talk. You know, that would be uh, a worth a listen in itself. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, as always, you know, fa- thank you ever so much for listening. Um, have a good evening and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>